2022 has been very choppy for the markets. So in today's podcast, Dave and I are just going to have a casual conversation and discuss what in the world is going on. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with CloudVestor. Untangling Your Finances. Welcome into Your Finances Untangled with Mo Param of the firm CloudVestors. CloudVestors, the human touch, people who care about you and your financial strategies through your financial life and a fiduciary firm and also the convenience of virtual planning too, but no robo planning, human being planning. Mo Param is not in the studio with me. He is on assignment. Mo, how are you? Dave, I'm doing good. I'm doing good today. I'm actually on assignment in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, good, good. I thought maybe you'd be on Wall Street, you know, today, just <laughs> flagging down everyone you could to say, calm down, people, calm down. You know, you know, I have been requested to come down to Wall Street and just kind of ex- <laughs> and just kind of calm everyone down, right. you know, steady the ship. But Alabama, Alabama reached out to me first. So but did they? OK, well, you know, um, they do tend to be spooked easily. I and and it's it's <laughs> the, the, the markets are so touchy. You know, they're very sensitive. You say any little thing and they freak out. It's like spider. <laughs> ah, ah. Uh, but but this has i and i guess i guess you you may judge that they've had good reason to be spooked this week we're going to look at because we're recording on january 27th and it has been a up and down wild volatile week uh opened up kind of scary didn't it well not just the week this this year yeah this year I so mean, far uh, i think it was monday where the NASDAQ was down about 15%, 16% year-to-date. S&P touched negative 10%. Um, so it just really was not a – it hasn't been a great start to the year. And there's been a lot of, a lot of reasons why, um, in my opinion, what's causing a lot of this turbulence. One is the market doesn't like instability. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think many people like instability, right? But That's the true. market doesn't like instability or uncertainty in the sense of – well, are interest rates going to go up? Right. right, that's been one of the biggest the biggest questions, and I think this press conference that uh, Jerome Powell did this past week kind of solidified and firmed the position that yes, the Feds are going to slow down their buying process and they're going to raise interest rates, um, which which is good overall, right? When you think about how low we've been, uh, how low interest rates have been for the last two three years yeah uh, so rise the rising of interest rates is not a bad thing when we've been at these historic lows but we've been at these historic lows for so much for so long that you know people get used to it and accustomed to these interest rate environments and it has and been long like, enough to get comfortable with it yeah it, it has been right i mean uh if you look at the housing market look how many houses are being bought now why well it's darn cheap to buy it to get a mortgage yeah right um so so yeah, so so the Feds this week basically said their conditions have improved. They've seen enough inflation. They've seen the economy uh, uh, get back on its feet. So let's go ahead and raise interest rates. And so we've heard the speculations for some time now, but it really has. I think it slapped the markets in the face that this is what's it's, it's happening, and it's happening this year, and it's happening soon. 
Yeah, I was reading on MarketWatch, the uh, uh, Fed chief uh, Powell did not reject the notion that the Fed could hike uh, uh, at each of its meetings this year. And right. then he, he talked about being nimble. Um, so what is being nimble? What does that mean to you? <laughs> I guess that means he's got room. Is that like the flexibility to raise rates? Or the flexibility to keep it where as it is, right? So in some, in one side of his mouth, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm, being, I'm not being political. I'm just kind of just letting you know. Mm-hmm. On one side, he said the 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 economy is strong enough for us to get to the point where we need to raise interest rates. But on the same side, well, no, I guess on the other side, exactly what you said. Well, we're being nimble, and we'll and we still hold the rights to, you know, if we feel like. It's overheating. The market is still overheating, and you know we we don't feel like it is the opportune time. Yeah, that we won't do it because the markets so, also don't like uncertainty. So, did he do any favors to the economy by <laughs> you know being so vague? <laughs> oh yeah, I think in some areas, I think he did. To be honest, uh-huh. if you're just thinking about the markets overall. Right. I don't want to get into other parts of like the economy, but just the markets themselves. Mm -hmm. I think his I think his statement really gives some direction of where to invest in some areas. Right. Um, If interest rates are going to rise. Right. um, Then there are certain stocks that just don't fare well in a rising interest rate environment. What are they? So like companies that don't make money. Right. Okay. Uh, companies that don't make money, like um, which is why some of the growth stocks are being hemorrhaged. Um, in a rising interest rate environment, historically, investors like to f- to flee well flee towards companies that are t- that that make tangible goods, right? That can actually make something because when you make something, you probably make money. Right? Okay, and like they, a cell a, phone. Like a cell phone, right? So Apple, right? Amazon, but like Apple, um, um, any type of growth company that actually makes something, hmm. right? Because now you actually have, you have some goods that they can sell. Um, you know, I think we said in our last podcast that we are in a, our, our, our economy is, is a consumer-based economy, right? So So if we're out there buying things, right, it just stimulates the economy. So consumer confidence rises up. Companies that make things tend to fare well in this economy. What don't fare well are, you know, companies that are bleeding money, right? Uh, some growth stocks, uh, growth companies, really, um, they, they're phenomenal companies, don't get me wrong, but they, they don't, they're not profitable. Uh, and so they may um, reinvest their revenue into research and developing. What's a good they example may, of that? Um, ooh, a good example of that. Um, some tech companies, right? They're they're out there um, expanding, but uh, doing great things, but just not producing any type of product. Like so this producing. is probably off base. SpaceX, or uh, not uh, really that, huh? <laughs> well, SpaceX is 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 a separate company, but it's under the umbrella of Tesla. Of Tesla, yeah, yeah. So that's well, uh, what, that's a that's a good that's a good that's somewhat of a good example, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're not really making any products, right? Um, they're developing technology. They're developing um, a way to to you know 
go to space. Yeah. Right. And there's a lot of and there's and there's and there's probably a lot of technology behind it that can be branched off to different parts of different companies or even part of the government, right? They can probably branch off because uh, the government uh, recently started their own space exploration um, part of the military, so they probably can you know contract with different uh, different um, avenues. But as far as producing products, they they really don't, right? So um, rising interest rates uh, are higher or rising inflation area. I mean, inflation um, doesn't fare well for tech companies that are maybe software based. Um, that's why we're seeing the Nasdaq being hit so hard, right? A lot of a lot of tech companies in the last few years have been trading. I just may be a little too deep, but they have been trading mm-hmm. based off of sales. Right, so you know we've made these amount of sales, so, so our our stocks price are going to be based off our sales, but not based off of earnings, which most companies are based off of. Yeah, sure. Right, so multiple of earnings versus multiple of sales are a big different, or or, or a huge difference. So uh, that's why the, the Nasdaq has been hit really hard. Um, yeah. So so again, rising interest rates has and the the reality that it is happening has really spooked the markets this year. Now, in the second segment, we're going to look at today and this snapshot here. We're recording on the 27th, and we'll look at some reasons why it's bouncing back. But just stay, and also the burning question, do you say indexes or indices? But the, but just staying on what caused, um, what, what, is, what caused what we've seen so far in 2022, and, and this week was pretty rough early on, Right. I, I think it's safe to say the uncertainty of interest rates may be number one reason, but certainly not the only, right? Yeah, not the only. Um, you know, if, it, the, if you think about how 2021 ended, um, the S&P 500 was up 11% for the quarter, last quarter. Mm-hmm. That is a good year, mm-hmm. right, being up 11%. Um, but they were up 11%. It was up 11% for the quarter, almost 28% for the year. For the year, up that high. That high, right? So in some areas, some investors are taking profit off the table. Right. So the right. correction then. Correction. Yeah, I think I think some people are disillusioned with the fact that, you know, j- uh, January starts a new year and the market cares about that. Yes, technically, yes, January does start a new year. But in reality, it's just another month that follows the month before, mm-hmm. right? So if we're having three months, a quarter of 11% return, right? Well, then it might be time for the market to cool down a little bit. The right? S&P had really three good years, didn't it? 19, 20, and 21? Yeah, yeah, I mean, 19, I think the S&P was up about 31%, 32%. Um, 20, even with COVID, right, yeah. uh, ended up positive 18. And last year, like I said, over 20%, yeah. 20, almost 28%, right? Wow. So three amazing years. Yeah. And so, and with a quarter ending so strong as it did, right, um, yes, it started a new calendar year. But if you think about it, three strong, three strong months probably you should probably expect a little bit of a pullback um, coming right afterwards. So, yeah, so you add that to, to one of the ingredients of why the market has been a little unstable this, this year. Uh, and then it doesn't also doesn't help about some of the geopolitical issues we have going on between Russia and Ukraine. Right, that's and, another, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that didn't help at all. What about inflation? Where does that factor into Wall Street being jittery? Well, inflation, again, is 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 real, right? Um, we, we have some supply chain issues. And if the cost of goods are going up, well, there's going to be some issues, right? Um, again, the market doesn't like that. Um, rising interest rates followed by rising inflation, right? Just the cost of living is going up. So don't those two go hand in hand though, the rising interest rates to battle the inflation to battle the inflation. That's right. That's right. So, um, we've seen a lot of, um, like small caps have been destroyed, have been beat up because of these both, both scenarios, I mean, both scenarios because, um, most small cap companies, uh, most, right? I'm just generalizing, but most small cap companies are, are, are very debt led. Um, and so if they're looking to refinance some of their debt, well, then they're refinancing in a higher interest rate environment, right? So that's, yeah. that's not great. Um, so yeah, so that's why small caps have just been, has just been completely awful. So rising interest rates, rising inflation, um, the market is seeing that uh, so one of the things that when with with the clarity in some areas of, of Powell's conversation is we're we're starting to see a, a little bit of a comeback now because we kind of have some direction of where to go now, right? We've taken a little bit of a hit, right? Um, and so now that some the, we've kind of taken a step back, we've we've analyzed the situation, we can have some clarity of where where our dollar should be flowing at least for the time being. Well, and the, and we are, again, recording Thursday, January 27th. So when we return on the podcast, we'll take a look at today and some upbeat data that really helped the markets and attitude. And also, we'll turn Mo into a prognosticator and have him look <laughs> ahead to 2022, what he thinks we may experience. That is coming up on Your Finances Untangled. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement. Holistic financial planning in all areas, including taxes, estate planning, insurance, cash flow, and budgeting. They even offer customized personal websites for clients. The technology of today while still maintaining that human touch. That's Cloudvestors. That's cloudvestors.com. We're back. It's Your Finances Untangled. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins with Mo Param. Be sure to visit the website, cloudvestors.com, and learn more about this great firm that can help guide you in your financial life because, I mean, it's complicated. It can seem overwhelming, the right moves to make from when you first start in your career and in your investing life all the way up to and through retirement. Cloudvestors can be there for you. Well, we're looking at 2022 so far in the markets. It's been volatile. It's been up and down this week. We're recording on January 27th. It's been a little weird, a little scary for a, a lot of people. However, on the day we're recording, um, it's reported, and this is out of Yahoo Finance, Wall Street's major indexes jumped 
um, mm. today following some upbeat data out of Washington. Before we get to that, here's the burning question. Uh, why did we stop saying indices and start saying indexes? So I, I did a little research here. Index or indices? Indexes or indices? Both are acceptable plural forms. Indices is originally a Latin plural, and indexes have taken the English root of forming a plural, but usually indices are used when referring to mathematical, scientific, and statistical contexts, and indexes are used when referring to well, documents, for instance. So in this case, would, would, would you say indices or indexes? Wow. I would say indices. You're right. Although I, yeah. If, although I do say indexes. Yeah, but you know, I noticed there was a, and, and then both are right. Uh, so technically, you're right. Uh, but I did notice a shift uh, from, uh, especially, you know, like for instance, you're watching CNBC or reading the financials. You don't see indices as much anymore. You you do see indexes more now. It just it just looks weird. It's a weird it's a weird looking word. It looks like indices. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess technically they're both right. You know me, just trying to dig up, uh, dig up some dirt here where it's not really existing. Um, so good, so rather good news today on our recording day out of Washington, uh, as we were mentioning. Uh, I think what did it say? The um, uh, the U.S. GDP ramped up. The final months of 2021, better than expected, 6.9% annualized rate in fourth quarter. And uh, unemployment filings uh, went a little lower for the first time in four weeks. So a little bit of good That's news. Fair. Yeah, yeah. You know, we got to get people back to work, right? We've got to get people back to work. Um, manufacturing has been hit hard. People aren't working. So if we can get if we can get people working, um, we can hopefully get things produced, right? Going back to what I was saying before, GDP, right? Getting things done. Um, so, yeah, that's good news, right? Unemployment, uh, first time unemployment numbers are going down. Mm -hmm. um, so Omicron has, uh, well, we talked about last, um, um, the last segment. Another issue is Omicron, had, the variant has been um, hitting harder uh, as far as spreading. So that has definitely impacted the uh, uh, the markets overall, but it's good to hear that you know Pete, the first time unemployment numbers are going lower over yeah. uh, the last four four, four weeks. We got to get people back to work, right? Right. Um, so um, getting people back to work um, brings income back into the families, which breeds more consumer confidence, and yada yada yada. That just spirals down. That just spirals down into building a healthier economy. Well, it does. I mean, and so, I mean, that's, yeah, a little, little flash of good news today. So what do you, what do you, what do you see for 2022? How are you feeling about 2022 overall? You know, overall, I feel confident in 2022, especially if, if you, when it comes to in the, when it comes to the economy, I feel very confident. Right. Mm -hmm. Barring, you know, some major catastrophe, right? Like almost like a black swan event. I feel that the the we've been hit really hard over the last few years. Um, that some of the measures that have been put in place have been working and now we're ready to 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 get back to where we were before. And so I, I see the steps happening. Uh, if you look at some of the earnings uh, reports that have been, that have been coming out the last few weeks. Um, some companies have done really well, did really well last quarter, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, I think we've adjusted to 
where we are, right? Staying at home. Um, and it's worked for some people. It really has worked. I mean, I, I think we've, we've, I think we've accelerated where we were heading anyway with a lot of that. Yeah, it's worked. It's worked. Yeah. It's also, you know, the backbone in this economy has been small businesses, right? So small, some small businesses have been hurt. A lot of restaurants, yeah. a lot of small one or two mom and pop shops, but also which is unfortunate, what, but yeah. which is unfortunate, but th- this environment has also st- ignited people to start their own businesses. That's that's a good thing. You're right. You're right. right? And there, so, there are many opportunities now to do that. There are. Yeah. There are. So I feel positive, right? I feel positive about You got where me feeling positive. Good. Uh, I needed you that. Know, this type of January wobble, if you want to call it, that we've seen is is it's 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 good, right? It's natural. We just haven't seen it in a long time. Right. It's been a while. You know, our our stat team can check can verify this, but I think since nineteen forty six, the market has been down five to ten between five and ten percent eighty nine times. Eighty nine times since then. Since then. And the average recovery time is one month. Huh. Right. So average from recovery, average time. recovery time is one month. Right. So a little bit of a overheating, a little bit of a pullback. Right. And then maybe some we can of that jump pull- back and you could jump back. Um, you yeah. know, it, it just kind of gives some clarity behind where to put your money. Well, Especially I mean, if you're a long term investor, which is which is what we should be. Well, exactly. Exactly. I mean, even <clears throat> and now 08 was a different story, but even in the midst of a national shutdown a worldwide pandemic, it bounced back pretty quickly. It bounced back. Yeah. It's bounced back. So, you know, we've we've fielded calls from clients this 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 month and you know, they've seen their accounts go down. Some of it, uh, which is, you know, when we again, I've talked about this uh, multiple podcasts, when we invest for our clients, we we talk about smart safe and smart risk, right? Mm-hmm. Money that's safe shielded from the market for times like this. And then money that's at risk, right? Money that's in the market, but using this as an opportunity, right? Um, to maybe buy, um, reallocate, but not get out. Right? Right. We don't want to. We don't want to get out of the market. We don't want to freak out um, uh, on uh, well, when this happens, right? Because it's going to happen again. Right? Sure, it's going to happen again. And so we don't want to freak out, right? We we use this time to take a step back identify what's changed in the market, what's changed in the economy, so that we know where to deploy our money. And that's really all this is. That's a good way to look at it. And, um, wow, it's a great place to close because you've got me feeling optimistic. You've also <laughs> you've pointed out that Cloudvestors, it's great to have the partners like at Cloudvestors with you and your financial life. So when you hit right. a few days like we've seen, well, you can always get in touch with Cloudvestors. And you've actually fielded some calls this week. Yeah, me personally. Yeah, yeah, I have fielded some calls. Um, we had some coming in in, in masses, right? So, um, yeah, I hopped on the phone, spoke to some clients, let them understand what's going on, what's the plan. Um, again, uh, one thing for us is we all of our clients have a financial plan. And if you have a plan, you can look at these times and say, how does this impact my plan without being too uh, nerve wracking, right? Because yeah. you have something to fall back to see, are we on are we on track? And for a lot of our clients, if not all of our clients, 
this market volatility has um, presented opportunities for them. Well, it's a good way to look at it. You want to get on, get in uh, with this team in a partnership in your financial life? Visit the website cloudvestors.com. That's cloudvestors.com. And we'll let Mo get back on his assignment. And uh, well, but we'll get back together next week, Mo. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. And thanks for staying with us on the podcast, Your Finances Untangled. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Moise Param and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.